Today, on Fully Know, Grace Points Podcast, Episode 1. I went from being the guy, like the central guy, um, at Grace Point before I knew absolutely no one. So mm-hmm. I was back, I, I was back um, in my freshman shoes. Transitions are not easy in any stage of life. One feels a loss of community and a loss in identity. Today we will hear from our very own in his journey from being a leader at his home church to an unknown in his new community and still resting his identity in Christ alone. Hello. Good morning. Is this Peter Lee? This is. Welcome to Fully Known, Grace Point's official podcast to get to know members of the church better. Glad you could be our first guest, the inaugural guest on our podcast. How does that feel? It feels great. Um, I'm honored to be here, you know? Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad to have you on. So you are currently a college student at the University of Hartford. And I am curious, as one of the people on the ground, what is it like to be on a college campus in the time of COVID? Um, it's definitely different, you know? Um, there's mm. just so many restrictions on campus. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of things that you can't do now that I was able to do last year. Um, yeah, but you know, like I understand all the precautions that they're taking and everything. So, are you currently actually in any in-person classes, or is everything had to be a room? All of my classes are actually remote, um, except for one class, and one class I actually have to go in. Okay, okay. And uh, how does that work? What does the classroom look like? Do you have to social distance, or? Yeah, they've actually marked the spots um, inside <laughs> the classroom. Yeah, uh-huh. so like with with tape, they like. They, like, measure every six feet that a student can sit. And then, like, they have a little sign every six feet that says you cannot sit in the seat. So it's a little weird. It's a little interesting. Right. Um, but, you know, like, we have to we have to do what we have to do around here. Sure, sure. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about, you know, so much of college is being able to, you know, develop and deepen friendships with, you know, fellow classmates and people on campus. What? Has it been like in terms of socializing? Have you gotten to see friends? What's it been like? Absolutely. Um, I'm living with uh, three people right now, so I see them all the time. Nice. Um, but in terms of yeah, in terms of seeing anyone else, I we have to go out and we have to wear masks and everything and stay six feet apart. Um, okay. And even when we go to the dining hall, they set up like little plexiglass dividers on all of the seats, so you can sit with people, but it's just like it's a little weird because I don't know it's. It seems like something's just there in the way between you two, like something shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's definitely a new adjustment for all of us. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, well, I'm glad you're at least getting to be, you know, on a campus and and away from home after a summer of of lockdown. So I'm sure that feels absolutely somewhat, somewhat better than what you were dealing with. So yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about. Um, you know, you've been a member of Grace Point for a long time. Tell me a little bit about um, your journey of faith. When would you say you you felt like you owned your identity as a Christian versus just kind of attending church because you went with your parents? Yeah, I would say I would say the summer between seventh and eighth grade when I went on my first mission trip with Grace Point mm-hmm. Church. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that was definitely a pivotal point in my faith. Like up until then, I was just showing up because my parents were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I went on the mission trip and I saw God's God's work um, actually like taking part in 
in a different country in a different setting um that definitely changed my perspective a little bit yeah yeah where was your where was the first mission trip that you went on where did you go uh it was the belize it was, okay. it was really good yeah mm. i've actually gone there about two or three times so. mm. now i know i've served with you um in atlantic city and you've gone on both you know nash uh, international and then more local mission trips what would you say in your experience has been the biggest difference between those things? Ooh, um, well, definitely the language barrier. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a, obviously, um, in Belize, English is the primary language, but that doesn't necessarily mean a lot of people there do speak English. Like the predominant language spoken there is Spanish. Okay. So it's, it's a little difficult um, to get around. Um, all of the younger people there do speak English pretty well. But mm -hmm. it's the older generation um, that predominantly speaks Spanish. So if you wanted to interact with them, um, you definitely either need a translator or need a great foundation in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you realize, I guess, once you're in a place where people are speaking another language, how much you depend on being able to communicate in your own in your own language to get around, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you don't you don't really realize it until you go to a foreign country. It's true. It's true. There's pockets of um, Miami, where Spanish is the is the main language, and so you can be going to get gasoline or going to a market, and if you don't speak Spanish, you're definitely at a disadvantage. And I remember visiting my aunt there, and realizing, man, my Spanish is not up to par to even be able to buy this gallon of milk and this loaf of bread <laughs> at this local supermarket. It's like going to Giant, you know, near your house, and realizing yeah. that you can't ask for help. You can't speak to the cashier and make, you know, chit chat because they would prefer to be speaking to you in a different language. And that's so. a little, that's a little weird to think about just because it is in America and mm -hmm. we as Americans, like we, we predominantly think that all of America speaks English. That's um, right. But that's just, that's just not the case. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about, I know a lot of parents, you know, they might be listening to this and I think one of the big you know, desires and hopes that a lot of parents at Grace Point have is once their, you know, son or daughter goes off to school, that the faith that they have um, taken a hold of while they've been living under their parents' roof is something that they take with them. I'm curious, Absolutely. you've been in college now a couple of years. I'm wondering how that transition was for you coming from, you've been such a, a pivotal leader in our youth group and moving several hours away Tell me a little bit about how you made that journey or that transition from being the, one of the leaders of our youth group to out on your own in terms of faith, finding a church and just living out your faith on a college campus. What would you say? Absolutely. Yeah, it was definitely um, it was definitely a learning experience. Um, mm. Yeah, I went from being the guy, like the central guy um, at Grace Point to finding a different church where I knew absolutely no one. So. Mm. I was back I, I was back um in my freshman shoes where I just didn't know anyone and someone actually had to take me under their wing and stuff so it it, it was definitely a different perspective um mm -hmm. but obviously there's a lot of things that we can learn through other people um yeah so yeah I actually got connected first with the on campus ministry here so there's a ministry that happens on campus and I started attending their services a little bit and then I found a church off campus as well so I do attend both, and it's been interesting to uh, be a part of both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is uh, the one on campus, uh, is it actually a church, or is it a ministry that just, you know, 
focuses apart from the church where there's gatherings and maybe Bible studies, but not actually. A yeah. Friend. Yeah. It's, it's basically just a ministry, but, um, but an outside church does sponsor it. Okay. So there, there is a church that's off campus that does sponsor. So their head pastor comes in and leads everything. Um, right. but it, it is considered a, it is considered not part of that specific church. Like it's its own thing. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So you are moving along in your program. Now you're in a combined program for both your BA and your MBA. What is your hope when you're done with school? What would you, if you could kind of write out your dream job when you graduate, what do you think that would be? Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I would like my dream, dream job. I would love to work as um, one of the, uh, one of the business people in the 76ers. Um, That would be amazing. Uh, But um, yeah, like, Right now, I'm kind of just taking it one step at a time. Um, mm. Yeah, right now, I'm just looking for internships and stuff and hoping that leads to one thing and then one thing leads to another, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I would love to own my own company of something um, mm. and like be the, be the central guy running my own operations. I feel like that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember you were actually looking this summer for an internship for the coming summer, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I have, I have an internship lined up for summer 2021. Incredible. Yeah. So definitely thinking ahead and trying to plan your steps in the hopes of being ready once you're done with, with school. Yeah. Always got to be prepared, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you managed to survive this summer. What kind of kept you going, especially in those those days when you felt the most locked in and not able to do those early days of coronavirus what what kind of kept you going oh my gosh yeah um well the first the first two or three months were absolutely horrible um because yeah we were we were all just inside and not seeing anyone and it was and i'm I'm kind of an extrovert so Mm -hmm. it was really difficult for me especially as an only child to be stuck inside of a house and Mm -hmm. not be interacting with anyone like um in within a physical space with each other so sure. it was really difficult, but, you know, like just meeting up with friends around June, like mid-June maybe, um, that definitely changed a lot of things. Um, mm. Yeah, I met up with some of my closest friends, uh, Matt and Chris from Grace Point. Um, mm-hmm. I met up with you a couple of times. Uh, some of the other youth group members I met up in uh, August, um, Elder Dave's children. So it mm-hmm. was, it, it, yeah, it was, that, that was, that, that definitely kept me going, just seeing all of my friends. Um, and even coming back to campus here, like, I feel like I miss them so much now just because I'm back on campus and they're not around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's – I feel like they're the ones that definitely kept me going the most. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Elder Dave's children, Sierra went and left, I think, yesterday. I was texting with her. She's officially on campus and had orientation last night. And Yeah, and yeah. All I of the last time. night. That was, that's insane. Yeah, so all the Grace Point people are are, are back at school, and uh, the new year has begun. It's kind of crazy to think about all you college students away and uh, moving on in your education. Absolutely, yeah. I think we're all just looking forward to uh, getting together once again. Yeah. Are you guys – I know most campuses are closing after Thanksgiving. Is it the same for you, Hartford? Yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. Yeah, so she was saying, you know, for her, it's not a ton of time, you know. She'll be back before she knows it, and so I think. Yeah, because I think, I think where she goes, they run by a quarter system instead of a semester, so it is a little bit shorter. 
Mm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But your system, because you're in this double program, what, how does it actually work in terms of semesters? Um, so I do the normal semesters, the fall semester and the spring semester, but mm-hmm. I also do the winter and the summer semesters. So I do take classes during winter break and I take classes during the summer break as well. Okay. Um, so basically the only times that I don't have any classes, the only times that I have breaks are spring break, which is like a week long, and then in between the semesters, which are also about a week long. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're pretty much a full-time student all the time. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's, I mean, I only got about a year left. So yeah, as long as I ride it out for another year, I think, I think my mental state can can take it. Sure. What would you say out of the classes that you're taking right now? Which one is the the most engaging or the most fun right now? Hmm, that's a little difficult. Um, <laughs> I'm taking yeah, just because I'm taking all business classes. And mm. all of them are online. And in the business school here, all of them are pretty much lectures. Mm. So I wouldn't really, I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't classify any of them as really engaging. But mm. um, yeah, it's been, it's been weird, like just trying to pay attention, like looking through a screen. Um, <laughs> I do get distracted pretty often. So that's a, that, that's a struggle that I, that I have to deal with. I guess that's the most, that's the most interactive part, just me getting distracted. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Are you, I mean, so I, I, you're in the same exact room you were in last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So but I've, it's I've all been completely in that room. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just thinking about there, there's probably times when all of your roommates are taking courses at the same time. Yeah, me and my, uh, me and the, me and my roommate actually have that problem. Like our courses actually align at the exact same times on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. So we're both just on our computers in our own classes. Okay. Um, and yeah, we some traction. Are you wearing headsets? What? How, how are you managing that? No, we're we just both keep ourselves on mute. And whenever we need to talk or like a teacher calls on us, we'll just tell each other, "Yo, like our teacher's calling on us. You got to mute yours or like turn your volume down." Okay. And then yeah, so we we have a little system going on. It's not the most um, efficient, but I mean, it's it's been getting its job done. Yeah, absolutely. Are you in that common area when you're doing that, or are you in a in a room? And if you're in a room, are you guys in the same room at the same time? Yeah, yeah, we're actually both in our bedroom. Interesting. Yeah, because I remember that space. It was nice, but not huge like most college dorms. It's yeah, it's um, it's comfortable. You yeah. know, it's not it's not too big, but you know, it does it does limit the amount of cleaning that I have to do. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> I'm sure your roommates are happy about that as well. <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> uh well this is uh this has been great um it's just good to to hear your voice and you know we, we text but it's it's nicer to be chatting on the phone and absolutely yeah i agree and, uh, yeah and so i don't want to take up too much of your time as a busy student but what i thought would be a fun way to end is um doing part of a questionnaire that was written many years ago by a writer named Marcel Proust, and he ended up, if you've ever watched Inside the Actors Studio, James Lipton kind of adapted those questions uh, to make them his own when he would interview and directors. And so I'm just going to take a smattering of them, and there's no right or wrong answer. It's just basically kind of maybe even the first thing that comes to your mind, so no pressure, but I'm just going to ask you a couple of these as a way of uh, ending our time this morning together. And Absolutely, so, yeah. You ready for this? <laughs> Let's go. Okay. 
What is your ideal occupation, your ideal job? Business owner. Okay. What do you most value in your friends? Honesty. Okay. What to your mind would be the greatest misfortune or the worst thing that could happen? Ooh, the the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. Oh man. Um Oh, that one's tough. Um man, uh I would say running out of food as a college student. That's pretty jarring. <laughs> yeah, that is that's awful. Um in what country other than the United States would you like to live at some point? Belize. Nice. What we talked about before, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Black. Who's your favorite fictional hero? Favorite fictional hero. Oh, man. Um, that's tough. Probably, probably One Punch Man. <laughs> nice. What do you most dislike? What do I most dislike? You know what? I don't like Brussels sprouts too much. <laughs> you're you're oh, like they... my wife. I love Brussels sprouts, <laughs> but they're rarely in our home because she can't stomach them. So I have to, I have to get them in yeah, sparing they just, portions. <laughs> they just pull me the wrong way. I can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Other than Jesus, who's your favorite character in scripture, in the Bible? Um... I don't want to be selfish because he got the same name as me, but probably Peter. <laughs> yeah. He's, probably, he's yeah. an amazing disciple. Definitely a great person to admire. And one we all have a lot in common with, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess just to end, where do you feel like, what, what do you feel like something God is teaching you right now in this season of your life? I feel like he's teaching me just to, just to trust in them. Um, just because there's so much uncertainty right now. Mm -hmm. um, like we don't know what's going to happen. Like even now I'm sitting in my dorm and I don't know if the university, if the university is going to shut us down at any point. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if like, I don't know, like we could be packing up tomorrow and leaving or we could be staying until Thanksgiving. So yeah. honestly, I just have to trust in him and see where all this leads. Cause I know, I know he, he's got everything figured out. Yeah. It's a good word. I feel like that's really what we're all facing and we're realizing, I think, that even though that should be the norm all the time, it's something we we actually rarely do because now we're kind of forced to do it. We really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And we're confronted with the fact that we often feel like we know what, what's coming next and we don't. And so it's a really good reminder, Peter. Um, Absolutely. Well, yeah, we are praying for you and for all of our students and our teachers. And so I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to be our very first guest and um yeah looking forward to hopefully seeing you online in our zoom meetings and, yeah uh, yeah yeah and i hope you have a great rest of your wednesday absolutely thank you all right love you bro talk to you soon love you too see you bye